Morning. Hey, good morning. Welcome to Yilin Christian Center International Food Festival. I'm Shane. I'm from China. And、um, I've been living in New Zealand for 19 years. You know, I'm the only child of my parents. You might have heard of the one child policy in China. When I was born, the government just started introducing the policy. They didn't enforce it at the beginning. So if you want a second child, they will allow you to do that. I made my parents believe one child was absolutely enough. <laughs> so they must be very happy. I live in New Zealand and leave them alone. <laughs> Today I'm going to share with you a story of a man who was called by God to leave his home country and start a new journey into an unknown place. It might sound very challenging from a human perspective, but God said to this man, "This will be a journey of blessing." God even gave this man a new name, Abraham. That means father of multitude in Hebrew. So today, if you are about to start a journey into the new season of life, it can be start a new job, have a new family, or move into a new community. This message is for you. And so let's start it, and we can find out. The spiritual principle we can apply on the journey, and how we can study well. Let's go to the first book of the Bible, Genesis chapter twelve, verse one. The Lord had said to Abram, "Abram is the original name of Abraham. Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you." In ancient time, when a man decided to leave his father's household, he was giving up his inheritance and his right to family property. That is a huge loss. That means Abram was walking away from the security and the certainty he used to have. Now he is going to somewhere he never been before. Does mean does this sound a little bit familiar to your own experience? I know many of you here today are from different countries. We had to fare away from our old friends, the memorable places. If it's not your own experience, it might be the similar circumstances your parents, your grandparents, or even your great grandparents went through many years ago. When people decide to start this journey, they have to walk away from what was familiar. So today, my first point for you is: on the journey of blessing, you must let go of the past. Let go of the past means stepping into the uncertainty. It means having the courage to embrace and to learn what is ahead. When I left my parents in China, they tried their best to help me minimize the uncertainty ahead of me. To be honest, 
I couldn't survive without their financial support when I first came here. Many years ago, my parents visited me for the first time in New Zealand. In those days, all the Chinese tourists only carried cash when they traveled. So I said to my dad, "Dad, <laughs> just for safety reasons, please don't carry too much cash when you travel." And then my dad laughed. <laughs> Son, I don't know New Zealand, but I know you. You will spend all my money before somebody else take it away from me. <laughs> I mean, listen, my dad could never let go of my past. That, that's his problem. Okay. So my question is now, how can we do it? Let go of the past. Most importantly, my friend, it's very important. You must acknowledge what is. Holding you back. We're gonna be honest with ourselves. I know sometimes when we dig deep into our life, we might find something embarrassing. We might feel ashamed, but we must be honest with ourselves and ask ourselves now: What is holding me back? After my first three years in New Zealand. The excitement was gone. I was still in my twenties, so I decided to go back to China. You know, when my parents were kids, China was very poor. They both had five or four siblings in their families. They were entitled to nothing. But in my case. As the only child of the family, growing up in China's economy booming years, my generation were given far more attention, comforts, opportunities, and resources than any preceding generation. That sounds fantastic, but from my personal experience, one of the side effects is I became very dependent. On the security provided by my parents, I was overprotected. It's very embarrassing for me to admit that in front of the world. But I gotta be honest with myself. So after the first three years, I greet my parents. I say, Dad, I'm coming home. I believe、uh, more opportunities in China for me. But my real narrative in my mind was: I just want to get back to my comfort zone. Life is easy there. But my dad said to me, "No, you are not coming back." I was shocked. As I grew up, my dad never said no to me. So I tried to. Have this conversation a few more times, but every time, my dad's answer was always no. I, I couldn't completely understand him until one day, I became a father myself. When I look at my kids, I realize 
Actually, sometimes the best thing I can do for them is say no. Now, when I look back over the years, I understand that was the best decision my dad made for me. Because the moment when my dad said, "No, you are not coming back," I was set free from what was holding me back. So, my friends, let me ask you this question again: What is holding you back now? Your fear, regrets, addictions. Or hurts. In Healing Christian Center, we are the people who are committed to helping you find freedom, so that you can let go of the past and set off on the new journey. That's why. That's why we have small groups. We believe one of the best ways to set free from a problem is to share that with someone you can trust. So during the relationship with someone else, hopefully you will get to the point you have the confidence to tell this person what is holding me back now. We can pray together. We can support one another to go through this journey of healing together. That's why we have small groups. So when Abraham. Decided to let go of his past. Okay, go to the new land. He must wonder, what is ahead, waiting for me now. Let's see what God said to him. Verses two to three. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. The biggest blessing God will bring into this world through Abraham was Jesus Christ. Jesus came into this world through Abraham's bloodline after forty-one generations. We won't be here without that blessing. So this journey of blessing was not just about Abraham and your family. It was for the generations to come, even for the entire humanity. So my second point for you today is: on the journey, on the journey of blessing, you will become a blessing to others. Become a blessing to others. A few days ago, someone posted a notice on our church's Facebook page to organize a football team. That's fantastic. When you join a team, playing the game with your teammates, you know it's not about yourself anymore. You are part of something bigger than yourself. It's about winning the game together as a team. If you can prove to the people, when you are in the game, everyone in your team will become a better player. Your coach will love you.
No, he will not keep you sitting on the bench anymore. Our Christian life is the same. We live in the kingdom of God, and we are made for the kingdom. We are part of something bigger than ourselves, and we will always be blessed by God as we become a blessing to others. I know there are many immigrants. They had a very high professional qualifications in their home countries. Unfortunately, some of the qualifications or certificates are not recognized by New Zealand. So they have to start from a lower position in order to survive. When I was in building industry, I knew people who used to be. Doctors, teachers, or business managers, but they have to work as a labor hand on construction site. Life doesn't give them too many cho choices. I respect those people. I respect them so much because they don't let their pride hold them back. They let go of the past and start from the scratch. So, my friends, if you find yourselves in a similar situation, you are looking for opportunities. You're waiting for breakthroughs. I want to encourage you today. God sees you. God knows what you are going through now. He has a great plan for you, and He will open doors for you. But you must apply this spiritual principle in your workplace. Become a blessing to others. So from now on, every time when you step into your workplace, say to yourself, "I'm not here to make this kind of money just for survival. I'm here." To place this business, I'm here to place the people who work with me, and this place will become a better place because of my existence. I want to give you a question today to think through in the week. When you go back to your home, your classroom. Your office, your workplaces. Take a moment to ask God. God, tell me what I can do to become a blessing in this place. Ask God this question. Even start from small things. I guarantee you, you will see how God make a big difference through you. In the place you work, from my personal experience, the best way for me to become a blessing in my life is to apply my spiritual gift in anywhere I go. So the spiritual gift, when you apply that in your marriage, your family, your workplace, God will work through you to change people's lives. We will launch a brand new growth track next Sunday. So this course is designed to help you 
find out God's purpose for you and what's your spiritual gift. Basically, it will help you to become a blessing to others in a very practical way. Finally, Abraham arrived the land God had called him to. Hey, we might expect that、um, since Abraham was called by God. Oh my God! Great events should have followed upon his arrival there, right? People should just came out, welcome him, celebration, food festival. <laughs> so let's see what actually happened. Verses six, seven. Abraham traveled through the land as far as the side of the great tree of Moreh and Shechem. At that time. The Canaanites were in the land. The Lord appeared to Abram and said, "To your offspring I will give this land." So he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. It is so disappointing. When Abram arrived there, the land was possessed. By Canaanites, they were the worst people you can find in that area. I mean, God, I have walked away from everything I had and traveled all the way here. Now you tell me this land is for my offspring, not for me now. If I was Abraham, I would have doubts and complaints. But see what what Abraham did, he responded so differently. This man built an altar to God. So when things don't go the way as we planned, Abraham still choose to worship God. My friends, so my last point for you today is, no matter. We are in the good day or the bad day. On the journey of blessing, we will always stand firm in your faith. I know a Chinese carpenter who is from a very small village in the northeast part of China. That is a place very close to the Korean Peninsula. Thirty years ago, that village was very poor. His family was in debt. His children were still very young, and he was struggling to make more money. That was a devastating situation for him. In a winter morning, minus twenty degree, this man went into the mountain. To chop some firewood, he better hurry up, because the kids were still waiting for dad to come home to warm up the house. Oh dear, that house was so bad. That house was old; it was never good in winter. When this man arrived in the mountain, he found nobody else but himself. At that moment, he dropped. The axe, and he kneeled on the ground. He 
he reached out his hand and cried out to God, "God, I'm willing to do anything, anything. Please help me out." And then he got up, picked up some firewood, and went home. A few days later, a man ran home, said, "Brother, I know a timber door manufacturer in Korea. They are looking for fine carpenters. Three years contract, good money. Are you interested?" Hey, this carpenter never traveled overseas. He never learned a single word of Korean, but he knew one thing: this was an open door from my God, and he believed this would be a journey of blessing for my family. So he farewelled to his family, took off. For Korea, when he as he was walking down the pathway in the airport, he could still hear his children shouting to him, "Dad, don't carry too much cash when you travel." <laughs> Just for safety reasons. <laughs> the best is yet to come, my friends. After he arrived at that factory. This man became a blessing to the business. He was a, such an excellent carpenter. He got the gift of craftsmanship, so it didn't take him too long to develop a new technique to accelerate production. So immediately, he became one of the favorite employees of his Korean boss. Three years later. He went home, paid off the debt, and built a new house for his family. God kept this man on the journey of blessing. Today, he's a grandfather, living with his family in Auckland. I helped him build his own house a few years ago in West Auckland. And when we finished the house, he was in a brand new house he lived. He said to me, "Shane, if I didn't cry to God, if God didn't open the door for me, today I'm probably still chopping firewood in the mountain." So, my dear friends, we cannot control everything in life, but we can always hold on to God. So no matter we are in the good day or the bad day, stand firm in your faith. So please, worship team, come up. Isn't New Zealand an amazing country, right? Because when I finished my story by saying, "Now his family all living in New Zealand," everybody rejoiced. Here,、yeah, hey, it must be a happy ending, isn't it? So my friend, have you realized? I mean, have you realized today, 
when you are sitting in this place, in this city, in this country, you are already blessed. On the journey of blessing, you have no idea how many people on the other side of the world are dreaming of where you are now. So don't give up. Follow you.